Collingwood's Chief Executive Craig Kelly is with us. Ned, great to see you on Grand Final Day. Well, it's great to be here on Grand Final Day, working, not just watching. So, uh, very excited. Uh, good friend of mine next to you, Sando, we've... Uh, Fortunate enough to be around here a little bit, so it's good. Have we seen the full demonstration of the might of the Magpie Army mm. over the past few days and, and this morning? They're, they're, it's, it's, it is humbling to be back um, and to be part of it because uh, they're such wonderful people and supporters, as crazy as they can be. They are passionate. Um, with the setup we've got with the, I just thank all the staff of the club. Um, it's not just the players, it's the event staff, it's the executive team, and uh, to put on what they do for so many people and the live site back there and uh, you know, after the game, all going well. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of work, so happens all year. And, uh, and also I've got the AFL women happening, to, happening today at Punt Road, so good luck to the girls. They should be playing soon, so it'll be good. And for, for all your fans, and it is a monstrosity of a club, it's, what did you learn on the ticketing front? Would it be different next time around, or is this just inevitable given that the size of the club? No, it's, it's it, well, and Gil and I had a few jabs at each other, but we're really good mates. And as I said to him and Kylie Rogers and Jeff Jones from Ticketet, it's, it's all of us. It's, it's the, the footy club with Ticketet, with the AFL. And we're having, a, having a, an increase in the amount of fans going to the game since, Jared, the last time we had two big clubs here was a long time ago. And this, and with greatest respect, if it was Carlton Collingwood with, against, uh, versus the Lions, um, it's even bigger. So 17,000 is not enough. How we distribute those to our, our members can be better. And I've got a few ideas. We'll be looking at that afterwards. And, uh, and the crew with Jeff Jones and his crew, we'll, we'll get it right next time. And I'll be sending an email to all those Legends members um, and explaining it to them. So we'll just communicate along the way. It'll get better. Um, and we need more. And we'll just keep lobbing now deals. We can grab deals. He's a little bit shorter than Gil. So we'll grab him and get him sorted out. <laughs> we were marvelling, or Sando was anyway, uh, Craig, at how relaxed the modern day player is. I mean, I'm not sure if prior to 1990 <laughs> you'd ever think you'd be at the Mooney Valley races the night before a game as Jack Ginnivan was last night, but yeah. they seem so relaxed. Well, and everyone everyone wants to make a big thing of that. that Jack does that most weekends. Yep. Well, I mean, there's, there's, loves the races, loves the, just going out there relaxing and he's such a relaxed kid and he's a beautiful kid and everyone wants to make a hoo-ha about it. It's not true. The weird thing is, I reckon right where we're here now is about where we parked our cars. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And we'd park our cars and it was packed and you'd walk through to the ground and you'd want to play really well being a Collingwood player and you'd want to win because getting back to your car could be a really good experience or a really bad experience. <laughs> but uh, it isn't a change down in the change rooms. Players across the road now getting changed. We've got bo golf carts bringing our crew across. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, you'd love to be doing it now, Santa. Oh, for sure. Ned, and what about, obviously, you played in 1990, which was a massive day mm. for the club. And now you're the, now you're the club CEO. And congratulations. It's been Thanks, a great man. 12 months for you and all that you've done. How, how is it different now? I mean, you're sitting here in a circuit, but the difference between obviously preparing to play and preparing the club for a, for a massive grand final. Yeah, I, I think the, the great thing, Righty and Fly, with, you know, obviously Brownie um, put in place, they've had 12 months ahead of me. So the footy program's um, going well, um, obviously, uh, but also it's not just the program, it's all the activities go around at how they look after the players, the, the, all the families. All the families have been with us all week. We've had uh, breakfast with them yesterday and they've all come up, every one of them, and said it's just a great experience. So that's sort of in motion. And then the, the, the footy, the other side of the club, um, we just needed to get a bit more organised and a few things. Wonderful people, but um, 
we probably weren't planning further enough ahead and thinking of different things and you know different eyes come in and uh, and I've got some different thoughts and a couple other new people in Patterson Nadine from the AFL and uh, it's good it's and 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 the difference is I think Sando it it's bigger but it's also clubs are so much more organised and. It feels like the players, like we were saying, Jared, before, about it's a lot more relaxed. Yep. It's just not as intense. It's sort of, it, everything just feels slower. And even after the game, we, we won the, the cup. We ran around as fast as we could and we went down the rooms. <laughs> yeah. How stupid. Yeah. Like, why would we ever, what, why? Now they stay out there for hours and, yeah. and soak it up. I'm going, I wish I could have my time again because that's what makes it such a special day. The father-son. I mean, the father-son yeah. rule is just probably the uh, best rule in footy. And your club's got such a rich history with it. Now your captain being Darcy. Who made the call for Peter to potentially present the cup? And do you allow yourself to think how magical it would be for Peter, who missed out so many times, to hand the cup to his son would just be an amazing sight coming into the game. Um, you might have noticed over the few last few weeks, Peter's been sitting next to the the president. It's uh, he wants that to happen. The president <laughs> is very, very calm but very excitable when we kick a goal. So having Maury next to him, I sit in front of him. He slaps me on the head when I do we do something good or bad, so I get hit in the head off. <laughs> but then he raised um, he raised some weeks ago. Wouldn't it be nice and. Uh, he and I approached uh, Gil and Kylie and the crew, Law, uh, Law at the AFL, and they said that's a great idea. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. Awesome. It is great. When it came time for Collingwood to appoint their new coach post-Bucks, and mm. you probably knew the coaching landscape better than anybody else, what did you think when Collingwood chose Craig McRae? Did you know Craig very well at that point? Well, the old place managed him. Yep. So, we managed Bucks, which was a um, great thing. Roddy and Bucks uh, had some really good conversations, and the class of Bucks uh, and the class of Roddy meant that that was handled well, Bucks, and you're close to that as well, mate, yep. because you're in there, Brendan. And so, um, and and it was the right thing. It was it was the you know I think any coach has been somewhere in ten or twelve years of the club. Uh, same with most senior roles in the club. You need to flip it over. Um, so when you know Fly, um, you know there's obviously a couple of people Roddy spoke to. I remember Roddy rang me and said, I reckon Fly's it, and we also had the opportunity to put around him. Leper with bolts. Um, again, uh, we knew what they were doing. So, getting that connection right with Roddy, and then um, you know resetting it and bringing in Jared Wade is a guy that goes unnoticed. He's the um, the fitness guru, um, and he's got an NRL slash AFL background. He's he's a freak. He's a mate. Doesn't smile much. Grumpy, <laughs> grumpy most of the times, but love him lots. He's amazing. So it's such a big position historically. That was the one question coming in. Was Craig yeah. McRae a big enough figure to fill that role? Did you have a view on that? I, I think with big clubs, you need to. It's not one person. And Brendan, I think, will support me with here. Is just that the, even with Bucks, it, it's, it was, um, there's a lot of noise that goes around. So if you don't have enough people to take the pressure away from that and calm everything down and keep a lid on it, that's what we've been trying to do across the whole business to allow us, the whole club, just to allow us to let people do what they want to do. So it's it's not one role, mate. And and with a big club like you know Essendon, Carlton, Collingwood, they're the same. You've got to get a group of people around the coach, the right alignment with the board. Uh, you know, Brownie's completely aligned, and then through to myself with Roddy, it's just makes life a bit easier and fun. At the end of the day, the whole thing we keep saying. We want to have fun. So what's his gift that you've seen, Craig McRae, in a year I, close to him? Just engagement of family, past players, people, having no stress at all. The, the concept of not allowing media in and not doing that, I mean, just please. Um, the players are used to it, embrace it, enjoy it this whole week, and I think that's the difference. He just wants everyone to come back, and he doesn't get stressed.
couple of big selection calls too, by the way, wasn't there? So Lipinski, who'd been so good for you throughout the year, made us the sub. I mean, and then Dan McStay, a lot they made of him and, and I guess his absence. Yeah, and Sam, he was so good last week, yeah. that early bit. And, but Billy Frampton, so uh, yeah, I know Billy quite well because he played with my son Jake when yep. he was at the Crows. And Jake and Riley O'Brien made a real effort to go and see him and get him watched today. So he's, uh, he'll play his role. I think the thing you've noticed with the, the coach and the style is there's a role to play, and uh, he'll have to do that. Yeah. I mean, I really feel for Daniel, he's such a ripping bloke. Mm. But, um, no, it's great. It's, I mean, every grand final's got a sad mm. sad moment, sad story. And yet it feels like it could be a classic today. You've got the two best teams yeah. from this year, and you obviously know the game really well. What do you have to do well to beat Brisbane today? Oh, I think you, you get this from the, the, the fly and all of them. It's just all that pressure. Yep. Yeah, you've got that real intense pressure that Carlton applied for the first quarter last week. We need to do that the whole game, because if you don't, they just get out there quick and yep. uh, away they go. So um, that's our that's our, our yeah that's our main driver stick that we go with. So um, you know that that's what they'll be bringing. What would a premiership mean to to you to the Collingwood club and to the Collingwood community mean today? Do you think? Oh, just the fans. Um, you know, walking over and um, <laughs> you just forget how much it means and how much money they they just give you. Like they, they just. You know, and I felt for them with the seating arrangement we had to change this year and then the ticketing and, you know, you just, then they come to our shop and honestly, I just, I, I love the players and all that, but I'd just be stoked for all these amazing people that continually put their hand in their pocket when things might be pretty tough at home. Craig, great to have you here. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Good luck. Thank you for Thanks, you guys Craig. and all your support. Cheers, guys.